We're here with Trish Kidder, one of our supervisory social workers and one of our innovation specialists for the hospital. Trish, uh, what is the Innovators Network and what brought the Innovators Network to life uh, for the VA? Uh, well, thanks for, for having me talk a little bit about it today. Um, so the Innovators Network um, was created a handful of years ago and Albany had the opportunity to become part of the Innovators Network in uh, 2016. Um, and so organizationally, nationally, they, uh, the goal was to create an environment within the healthcare system where frontline employees can have an avenue to kind of harness their passion and creativity and insight um, into healthcare delivery and uh, harness that into innovative practices that would be critical to um, successfully delivering healthcare to our veterans. So the VA developed the Innovators Network um, that provides training and uh, funding opportunities to develop projects. And uh, Albany at the, at the time was, was uh, committed to um, looking at, at ways to how best um, improve our, our service delivery as you'll hear about in some of the projects that we ended I was up just, I was just going to say, you, you stole my thunder. It, <laughs> sound, it really sounds like the uh, Innovators Network is kind of like an incubator so that if, if a doctor or a provider has a good idea and they want to kind of see if they can grow it, they would come and talk with you and... Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, just hit on a, a couple points regarding the the Innovator Network philosophy. Um, so, uh, really, as a network, we believe our, our employees are the the beating heart of the VA. So they um, have an understanding of um, what what can work best in their areas, have the experience with the veterans, and and can really uh, work with them uh, to you know, develop a better way to go about uh, doing things either individually for those patients or within the organization. Um, and, you know, we know uh, within the network that the solutions are in the field, on the front line, not in central office. So really having homegrown um, kind of grassroots innovation. So they established the innovation specialist role um, that I'm currently in as uh, that person to go to, to kind of um, set them on the road and, and have a pathway to, to develop their ideas. What, um, what sort of ways has the Innovators Network impacted us here in Albany? Well, um, I've, I've had the great opportunity um, to have some training in um, innovation company, competencies such as human-centered design, which um, is a great methodology of kind of problem solving and really factoring in um, the veteran experience with how they experience either our processes or products that we use or um, really across the spectrum. So through that work, we've, we've done some trainings regarding human-centered design and utilize that methodology in our project development. Um, we've engaged with our local innovation kind of ecosystem, one of one, um, to highlight would be Albany Medical Centers, who's our, an academic affiliate, but they also have a biomedical acceleration and commercialization center. Um, so it was great to learn from them, you know, what, what they're doing and um, how really 
um, the work that we do here in Albany very much aligns with um, their work as well. So it's just interesting to kind of share um, stories there, uh, but more specifically related to projects. Um, one of uh, the great experiences in this role has been able to interact with staff who I may not normally interact with in my social work role as a in supervisor role. So I had an opportunity to meet with um, one of the MTs in laboratory, Michael Pratt, who um, really identified um, some, some areas to improve efficiency and how we process the specimens that come from our CBOCs. So as you know, we, um, we have CBOCs, community-based outpatient clinics that are in remote areas. And it's tremendous that we're able to draw labs and blood and get those specimens at those clinics. Um, but what's really important to that medical provider and important to the patient is that um, there's not a delay in that turnaround of getting those results so that the provider can follow up with the patient. So um, he and the other staff in the lab took, took a look at their processes and really looked to automate it. Um, and so it was, it was very much a breakthrough um, for, for that area, not only just in manpower and turnaround times, um, but also just in terms of the level of customer service that they, the lab was able to provide to the patients and uh, providers in, that, um, in those clinics. So it sounds like that was an example of, of it improved two things, it improved customer service, but also improved um, provider Customer service, I guess, is yeah. what you call it. You know, the, doc the doctors got what they the results they wanted, and there was less of a delay in getting the records to the veteran. Absolutely, yeah. Especially, you know, those labs that you know medications need to be changed based on on it. It's um, it's important to that that be smooth and that um, all that the 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 veteran just you know all, all that they kind of see um, is that we're just we're efficiently helping them with their healthcare goals. And one of the nice things about, because we're a large healthcare system, is that we're able to share this with other sites. So there are other sites within our, our network in New York that are interested in adopting it. And that, that's a larger goal of the Innovators Network, is again, from a grassroots standpoint, developing these innovative ideas and then sharing them. Because that's, that's ultimately what we want to do. Trish, uh... This has been really educational for me. I'm just thinking out loud. Some of the, our listeners might want to know, is there anything coming down the road or on the horizon in the Innovators Network that you think folks might be interested in learning about to kind of keep an eye out for it? Sure. Um, well, we our current project is um, the staff in our cath lab are actually, um, again, another great grassroots example of they could see it on the horizon, horizon the emerging um, medical breakthrough with cardiac procedure called a TAVR, um, which is a, a less invasive way to do um, cardiac valve replacements. And um, so there are current project this year that's really looking at how can, how can we in Albany be um, the first to do um, this less invasive procedure um, within the cath lab so that from patient standpoint it, um, they're not going to um, an OR where it's an open heart surgery with 
the extended length of stay and and recovery that goes along with it um, again the, the, their experience of needing that procedure would have all the benefits as you know other advancements in cardiac care would um, you think about now the um, having cardiac catheterizations done and needing stents and how um, for any blockages some of our veterans may have had that procedure know somebody who did and and so you know at one point though that was new and um, it had to be incorporated into how we deliver care and so that's the stage that we're at now and it's just amazing to work with um, the staff in in that area and just their passion and commitment to this um, and then in, in general, um, there's this new um, uh, launch that the Innovators Network is doing this month and um, creating an awareness around the three box solution. And this is, um, I can provide a link for folks to take a look at it. There's, there's actually an audio book available. Oh, neat. Um, for folks to listen um, into and it's a way to it's a strategy for leaders of organizations really at any level of the organization of how do you lead um, and kind of create an innovation organization for less innovative organization for lack of a better term um, so just real quickly the um, so there's there's three boxes as you would assume and the first first box is really looking at your your present state and and that um, really encompasses um, you know your day-to-day -day operations and how to be efficient and um, effective in your in your healthcare delivery and um, really focusing on quality of care so a lot of what historically you may think of it systems redesign or process improvement and lean kind of falls in that day-to-day -day. we want to be efficient today for the for the veteran um, and every day so it's so that's always where where you want to keep keep your focus on um, and then box two is the past and and they say it's important to look at your kind of past way of um, uh, kind of what you've cha championed um, and the strategies you're using and kind of do an assessment of is this still working for us um, and just because we've done it before um, do do we still need to do it that way um, and and from a leader just to to um, create an environment where um, you don't you don't want obstruction to get in the way and so it's it's creating that culture around we're continuously learning um, and so by learning you there just may be some um, strategies or beliefs or practices that just just aren't working anymore and that that's okay uh, because it's fluid and um, you just want to be nimble with that and then the the third box is kind of the future is always so that means just always being aware of um, what's either coming our way or where we want to head and so if you're looking at kind of what's coming our way that's perhaps looking at our, our demographics of our veterans and where they're living and what perhaps based on their age or um, you know um, other demographic um, 
um, criteria there or, or aspects of, of who our veterans are at, you know, connected with each medical center is, um, are we still doing what, what they're going to need? What's that going to look like? How are we well suited for that? Um, if we're, if we're looking ahead, um, and then again, a lot of, of organizations are used to perhaps strategic planning, um, and have a sense of perhaps where you want to go. So it's, it's just being able to look at things in, in both directions there. I was just going to say, thinking, I, I like to think concretely. So maybe like, I was thinking about telehealth while you were talking, you may, we might look at like the history of telehealth because VA was kind of a set the path with creating telehealth and then we're right now in the middle of telehealth and then what might be the future of telehealth right. 2.0 or yep. in-home telehealth things like that absolutely absolutely um and perhaps thinking about um maybe another example would be home-based primary care you know that's been around for a number of years it started off initially kind of looking at where it is now and maybe what's the next iteration of um home-based primary care and thinking about all the efforts around um, kind of mobility in the VA and just really um, providing care where the veterans are in whatever form that is. So, Trisha, I want to thank you for your time um, and for telling us about the Innovators Network and the, and the Three Box uh, Solution. What I will do is I'll get those links from you and I'll put them in the show notes so folks can learn more about the Innovators Network. Um, and thank you. Thank you so much. Hello, this is Mike Fitzpatrick, the Albany VA Lodging Manager. If you live more than 50 miles from the Medical Center, and if you need accommodations or would like to learn more about our Fisher House or Stratton Inn programs, please give us a call at 518-626-6919. You can also go online to www.albany.va.gov and check out our video tour. Again, give us a call at 518-626-6919. We look forward to serving you. Thanks for listening to our podcast.